Hi, I'm Jill, and you've landed on the Grow Like a Mother podcast. This is a place where we lean into all things motherhood and personal growth. We talk about the good, bad, and ugly in a way that's real and relatable. Whether I'm interviewing guests or sharing my own wisdom and learnings, this is half an hour for you. Put this on in your car or on a walk, while you're doing chores, wherever it fits into your life and give yourself the gift of prioritizing yourself. You'll hear tips and tricks and tactics to help you get aligned with the version of you that doesn't just go by the name mom. You'll hear my methods of time ownership and goal achievement and learn how to master your mindset and tune into your intuition. These are the things that can create true transformation in how you navigate life and take you from feeling overwhelmed to in control. This is Motherhood Mixed with Woo. Thanks so much for joining me. Let's dive in. Hey, welcome back to the Grow Like a Mother podcast. I'm your host, Jill. If it's your first time, thank you. Thank you so much for checking out this podcast. I am so glad you're here. And if you have been with me a long time, I appreciate you so, so much. I love tuning in to different types of topics to really give you sort of broad strokes of a bunch of different things that can be helpful in our lives as mothers, as women, and um, for all stages too. So today we're talking to a very, very cool (laughs) businesswoman named Beth, and her company helps grads land jobs. So this may seem like something that isn't in your immediate Uh, life right now, but really awesome information to keep in mind for future. And we talk parenting, we talk challenges, we talk, of course, setting your kids up for success. It's a really great conversation. Um, Beth is the founder and president of Next Great Step, and the firm's sole focus is to guide college students and recent grads to help them really land the jobs that they deserve. And so she's helped hundreds of clients achieve success and 90% of the people she works with land the job of their choice, um, which is so cool. She's also an author and um, she's been featured in Wall Street Journal, New York Times, Sirius XM Radio, Kiplinger, CNN, Fortune, and so many other media outlets. I cannot wait to welcome Beth to the podcast. So let's get into it. Welcome, Beth. Thank you so much for coming on the Grow Like a Mother podcast. I'm so excited to chat with you today. And I'm hoping that we can just get started with a little introduction to you for the audience and um, whatever feels important to share about your journey to sort of where you are today. Sure. Thanks so much for having me. So I'm Beth Hendler-Grunt, and I am the president and founder of Next Great Step, And our sole focus is to help college students and recent grads land the job that they deserve. And I started this business not because I'm a career coach by trade, but I was in the corporate world for many years. And a lot of our executive clients would always say, I'd love to hire somebody right out of college, but I'm not going to, I'm going to pass. And they thought there was like too much work involved to kind of help, you know, get them on board. And likewise, I'm also of the age where I have lots of friends who said, I don't understand. My kid went to a great school. They have great grades. They cannot get a job. And I thought, well, what if we simplified what I taught executives, which was how do you have a strategy? How do you differentiate yourself? 
How do you compete? How do you add value to an organization and simplify that for young adults? And that's how I launched Next Great Step. And I'm also the mother of a college student and a recent grad. So I get it. I'm I'm with you in it. <laughs> yeah, you're right there in the trenches. That's yes. so cool. And so was this sort of born from the experience of your kids going through it? Or did you start this company prior to your kids even applying for colleges? Yeah, I did start it prior to them applying to colleges. So I had just started to understand it a little bit. Um, when I was in my consulting role, uh, a colleague of mine came to me and he said, you know, there's this big problem of so many young adults who can't get their first job or can't get an internship. And I think what you're teaching might be able to help them. And at first I was like, I don't think so. But the more I explored it and I tested it, I'd have my friend's kids come over my house and come in my basement and I would teach it you know, some real simple concepts and they were so receptive and they were saying, we don't get this at school and we need this and I need help to figure out what should I do with my life? How do I figure out a career path? And then once I do have the right tools to be the one that's chosen. So it just type of kind of evolved. I also personally had been in corporate. I had been in the consulting world and I was ready to start my own thing as an entrepreneur. So the timing just was right of seeing that there was a problem that needed to be solved. And I wanted to see if I could help figure that out. That's amazing. What a cool thing. Um, how did it impact your like motherhood role? Because you're right in the thick of like kids who need you. Like they're not in the toddler stage, like I'm in right now, yeah. but deciding to dive into business, like what did that look like for change for you and, and the family? In at what stage the beginning or oh. when I became an entrepreneur, I mean, yeah. it affected us at all different stages. <laughs> um, it's not easy. You know, it's, it's not easy. I, I had, uh, I, went to a good school and I went into business school and I got my MBA and I was on a track to, you know, be the vice president or be the executive. I worked, started out at AT&T in my career and in telecom equipment and in sales. And I loved it. It was exciting. It was challenging. I was given a lot of responsibility when I was pretty young. And then I had a baby and of course, everything changes in terms of your priority and what's important. And it's hard. And I was in a very male dominated environment. So I felt I was very careful about what I would say and where I was going and why I had to leave. I mean, I, you know, I hope it's starting to change, but at the time in the early nineties, I just felt like that was the best way for me to operate. And it was hard, you know, my, my older one, who's now 23, but as a baby, he would cry and cry when I left him with, you know, the babysitter and, uh, it's, you never feel like you're giving enough. So I'm never going to say you ever feel like it's perfect at all these different stages. And then I had my second child. Um, and then it turned out he had some challenges where I really needed to be available more. And I decided to pivot at that time and went into consulting where I had a little bit more I was traveling, but I had a lot more time at home. Um, and then, yeah, it, and then as they get older, they need you more in different ways. As they say, bigger kids, bigger problems. And I, you know, it's, I've tried to navigate it. Uh, my husband's been, you know, very supportive, but there's times where we're at odds of like, I want to go after something, but the needs at home, 
I just need to be here. So it's, it's a constant juggle. I think for all moms, there's, there's no perfect, there's no perfect solution. No, there isn't. And it's like, I always say balance is a verb, you know, like we're, we're always <laughs> in the process of doing it. It's not something we ever get to, like we never, yeah. achieve it. we're always just working through it. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's crazy. And I think you're right. We all do experience that and it changes as you go through the different stages. Right. Yes. Um, and I love that. So with the work that you do, um, do the parents have an active role in helping the kids get this process and working with them? Or is it very much the kids taking initiative and sort of running with this information on their own? Great question. A little bit of both. And and it's, it's it, this is how it typically happens. So what happens is in 95% of the cases, a parent will reach out to me or one of my colleagues and say, I'm so frustrated. I want to help my child, my young adult, but they won't take my advice. They don't listen to what I'm telling them. I think they're stuck. They have so much potential and I don't know what to do anymore. And they're sitting in my house or they're still on my payroll and I want to give advice or I've tried and they don't listen or they don't motivate. And I need someone who's a third party to, to intervene. And I really need help. That's typically how it comes. And of course, my first question then becomes, so does your child know that you're calling me and are they interested in coaching? Sometimes the child does not know. Sometimes they do. When the perfect scenario is when maybe a parent realizes that this young adult needs help and their child is saying, you know what, I've exhausted everything or I did everything that I thought I was supposed to do. And I think I'm ready for help because I don't want to listen to my parents, but I don't want to be unemployed and live in their basement <laughs> a lot longer either. So that's kind of what happens. What I did do in this about a, so a few months ago, I wrote a book and published it called The Next Great Step, The Parent's Guide to Launching Your New Grad into a Career. So if you are a parent and you're trying to understand really appropriate and valuable tactics to use with your child in a step-by-step -step approach, I gave you the tool book to help do that yourself. If you feel that you want an outside party, you can come to us. But I really wanted to put a tool and a resource in parents' hands because so many parents say to me, I really want to help them, but I haven't looked for a job in 20 years. And I'm not sure if my advice is the right advice or if I'm guiding them in a way that makes sense. So I created this as a tool for all families. And of course, they can hand it to their kid and say, Hey, here's some really <laughs> helpful information here. Um, but I think I really wanted to give a resource for families, especially parents, because we I include myself in that, you know, we don't, we, we want the best for our kids, but sometimes we're not always sure how to provide that. Yes, absolutely. And that really hits home with me, but in a different kind of context. Like I remember when I was first like pregnant and being a first time mom. And I had the parents trying their best to give me advice and help. And we struggled with this same dynamic that you're describing when the parents sometimes will call you. It's like, they don't know if their 30 years ago experience is relevant now. I don't really want their advice because I want to do it myself, but I don't even right. know where to start. And so <laughs> I experienced that in a really, uh, in a really big way. And I just wonder how much of this, like, just your thoughts on that and how as parents, um, or even maybe from the perspective of, of a new mom taking advice from a parent, like 
how does that dynamic work? How can how can we work together as parent and child, even if you're a grown up child, for new experiences? Yeah. Look, I mean, I'm not a I don't I don't have all the answers, but what I have learned, and I feel like maybe it's done a better job of parenting my kids by actually having this business is that everybody's on their own schedule and so easy to get caught up in the comparisons and the bubble of, well, this is what my friend's doing and their kid's doing, and we should run to do that. And you can, you can drive yourself crazy doing that. And of course, then we feel terrible that we're not good enough mothers because our kid isn't doing X and Y of what so-and-so is doing. And it just creates this, you know, terrible cycle of, you know, where should we be? And it happened. I feel like it continues on as, you know, where'd they go to college? What's the job that they have? What, what are they doing? You know, sometimes people use it as like, I don't say the calling card, but it's the, maybe you're, you're taking your own, uh, things that you missed out on as a child and you're trying to impose that on your own. That's one thing I see, or you're just trying to make yourself feel better because I have this, you know, what you think perceive is better. It's so hard, you know, and I guess I'll just say too, um, I have a child who had some delays and challenges. So it completely rewrites the book of expectations and comparisons. Like you just, it doesn't matter. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. And I know it's so hard in the moment to feel like they have to do this or they have to join that club or they have to get into this school or they have to, but it really, it really doesn't matter. And I think the more that we can assess like what our kids really need versus comparing to what we think everyone else wants from them, they appreciate that too, of actually being seen and heard and listened to versus like, go do this because, you know, so-and-so is doing that. So that's what I've learned just, but you know, again, my kids are 20 and 23. That's taken me a long time and I'm still, you know, I'm sure I'm still screwing it up in plenty of ways, but, uh, it's, it's hard. It's hard. You know, moms are hard on on ourselves and on each other. Yeah, absolutely. And I resonate so much with that in terms of, especially if you have a child who's got different needs or different abilities, I have the same with my, with my eldest. And it's like, it helped me, I think having that as my first experience because Mm -hmm. I'm so much more open to going with the flow of them, Mm -hmm. you know, than I, than I thought I would be. I'm coming at parenting from a different perspective because it's almost like child led in a way, like not that they're leading the household in any way, but, um, being able to go with the flow of what makes sense for them in the stage that they're in and guide as best you can, but understanding that you don't know everything and you can work together to figure it out. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It was definitely more of an adjustment for me because my older son was fine and, um, pretty intense kid, but like totally, you know, functioning in all the ways that you expected. So yeah, it, you know, you, it's a learning process. Like it's, and it's not easy and it comes to you know, it came to me and or my husband at different times. You know, sometimes you're not always on the same page about what your child needs. Of course, I agree. The whole thing about child led of like, you have to see what they need from you and then go from there. But, you know, getting that in sync can be, can be tough. Oh my gosh. Can it ever? Yeah. And I like the conflicts and challenges that can come with, you know, the, the dynamic between a parent and a child, I think at all ages can be so, interesting to navigate, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. It still happens. Trust me. You think my, just because I'm the expert in this particular thing. And then when it comes to like, they want to apply to an internship, they don't really want to hear my whole <laughs> spiel, <laughs> but, um, you know, it's tough. Yeah. I think having, especially when they're older, probably having grace for each other's position is, is huge. And it's easier as the, as the grown up in the yeah. situation to yeah. sort of give your child some space, but as the child understanding that like the grown up wants to be, or the parent, let's say wants to be involved and helpful and has valuable information to offer and has life experience that can be relevant. And, um, I'm so glad that for the specific niche that you're in, you're able to provide the parents with like that external person who's just the yeah. buffer. Like that's so important to have. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things I've learned too, is it's all about like timing and reading the room. So like, you, it's not always the best time to bring up, you know, the topic, like, Hey, did you get a job yet? Or did you get your internship yet? Or I have to like, even with my own kids, like, are they fed? Are they well-rested? The same thing as like a two-year-old could be for a 20 year old. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it's all the same thing of, are they calm? Are we having like a nice moment? Are they listening to even bring up these conversations? Because if you don't bring it up at a time, if you bring it up at a time when they're just absolutely not in the mode to listen to you, it's, it's not going to go anywhere. I feel like it's the same for self-care almost too. Yeah. Like when you're trying to make a decision for yourself or do something for yourself or have a serious yeah. anything, you have to make sure that you're well-rested and well-fed and like understand yeah. when you're in a good space to make decisions. And yeah, it's so interesting. I love that. Um, I'm curious if you have advice. So if I have listeners who are in the, um, in the stages of having older kids, many of my, my listeners have younger kids, but, um, it's also good information to have in the back of your mind as they grow, right? I've always mm -hmm. sort of listened to parenting advice that's a couple of years ahead of where I'm at. So I'm like, okay, I can prepare. So I'm curious to know if there's any sort of overarching themes that you would have in terms of like getting your kids set up to um, take initiative for themselves and really advocate for themselves and getting what they want out of their experience of school or, or early career. Mm-hmm couple of things that I would encourage parents of kids, even when you start in like middle school and high school, because it happens so quickly when all of a sudden they're put on the track of like, well, what do you want to do with your life? I'm like, well, how is a 14 or 15 year old supposed to know that? I mean, they're supposed to experience things, but I I'm all for just trying a lot, you know, so just encouraging them, like, just get involved. Let's try some different things. You like math. You like to run around. You want to do a sport. You want to try robotics, music, just that's just the trying, not the over scheduling. I'm not about like booking every hour of the day. I learned that the hard way, but just giving them the chance to explore it. And the other thing is getting them comfortable being uncomfortable. So look, if we go to a family event that you need to say hello and, you know, either shake their hand or maybe ask them about them or what they do. Like, what does your uncle do for a living? Maybe to learn about what people do or different careers just while you're at the dinner table. So like simple things, even within your family, so that they're curious and they ask questions, they can start to just get exposure to different things that they never heard of before. Things that you don't hear about in school or maybe even at home. And I also like um, just to, you know, in addition to trying and talking to people that they need to practice failing. We are in such a society of that, like everybody wins and everybody gets a trophy. 
and that's not life. Mm-hmm. And I think because they are going to fail. The problem that I see right now is that I have kids who are coming out of college. So you're 21 and you've never been told no, you've never failed. You've never gotten the, you always got the A, you always gotten the club and like they go for a job and they're just, they're just turned down and they don't know why they don't, they're like ghosted and they are paralyzed. Mm -hmm. They don't have the coping mechanism. They could be for any random reason, but they mental, mental health wise, they don't have the skills to cope. And that's really concerning. So as much as it pains us as parents and trust me, like I was there and my son was the last was, you know, the one who just got cut from the freshman basketball team and the tears and just even the other parents and just the embarrassment, all of that. And of course I felt for him, but he didn't make it. Okay. This is like a failure. We are going to, you can play basketball elsewhere. We can move on. You could pick another sport. Like you can't always get everything that you want. And I think we have to give our kids that chance that we can't always manipulate everything that they're always winning because eventually they're going to lose and they don't have, they don't have the coping skills for that. Makes life a lot more difficult. That's so true. It's really, it's such an interesting sort of cultural shift that we've gotten ourselves into right now in that regard. And um, it's, it's hard because you're right. The, the skill of learning to fail is such an integral one because that's what allows you to move forward and to grow, right. And to pivot Mm -hmm. Um, And also the skill of like getting curious and asking questions like you had talked about before in a family situation to learn about different careers that adults have or just get curious about other people. I think if they kind of tie in together in my mind, if you're always given a yes and you're always given the thing and you don't have to necessarily quote unquote work for it, you can, I imagine, fall into this like um, egoistic kind of state. Right. And so it's very Mm -hmm. self-centered. And then you don't ask questions about others because it's about you, because it's just always been that way. And that's what you've been, you know, conditioned or whatever. So, so interesting. There's so I'm terrified now to raise like (laughs) (laughs) raising babies up into people. Yeah. I mean, look, it's all like within opportunities, you know, but it's funny because I, obviously I hear the other side or, I have all these, sometimes I have these students who say to me, I really want this job because this will be great for me. Right. And I'm like, that's awesome. But the employer doesn't really care if it's great for you. They want it to be great for them. You know, all about like, this is actually not about you. It has nothing to do with you. It's actually all about how you can make it better for an employer and have their business be more successful because of you. Not, you know, so it's just, yeah, it's a, it's a process. <laughs> it's a process. No kidding. Wow. Yeah. No, so much, (laughs) so much good stuff to think about. Mm -hmm. Um, If there are um, parents who are interested in learning about your services or grabbing your book or following you for info online, like where can people connect and learn from you? Because I feel like you've just got this wealth of information to tap into. Oh, thank you. So the best place to learn about what we do is go to our website, which is nextgreatstep.com. If you have a young adult in your life, that you'd like to inquire about getting them support. There's a little button on the top of my site. It says, let's talk. And we offer a complimentary consultation to parents, to students. We'll talk to you separately or together. Uh, You can also get our new book, which is The Next Great Step, The Parent's Guide to Launching Your New Grad into a Career 
It's on Amazon and every bookseller of where you buy books, Target, Barnes and Noble, everywhere. Uh, we're an Amazon number one bestseller. So really excited about that. And we are on every social media channel, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Um, so next great step is uh, there. And just on LinkedIn, you could follow me specifically, Beth Hendler Grunt. But yeah, we share our message. I'm really consistent about giving advice to students and to parents about how to navigate this uh, this time in their life. Well, thank you for the work that you're doing because this is so needed. I think it's a really untapped kind of market that I can only see like growth for because it's such a, a necessary um, skill to learn. And we do need that extra person, um, that arm's length. So Thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a real pleasure chatting with you and getting some of that um, advice from years ahead um, that I can start thinking about. And I know the listeners will start thinking about in terms of how they are approaching, you know, what's coming. So yeah, it's been a real pleasure. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's been lots of fun. I want to thank you so much for tuning into the Grow Like a Mother podcast this week. You can find more great tips, motivation, inspiration, and community on Instagram and Facebook at Grow Like a Mother on both platforms. And if you enjoyed today's show and wish that you had found it sooner, I invite you to leave a rating or a review wherever you're listening. Doing so really helps promote the show to other moms just like you who want to grow and level up in their lives. And if you want to stay connected by email, I invite you to sign up for the email list by visiting the website, which is www.livingwithheart.ca, or diving into the free five-part video series that I recorded just for you. You can find all of the links and the details in the show notes. Until next week, keep on growing like a mother.